0: Gotta be quick on that record button. On those best opportunities. (laughs) Fold that down, I won't look at the time the whole goddamn show. (laughs) Welcome to the Nightmare Box, presenting Mistakes Were Made. That was smooth. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: My name is Brett Bloom, and I'm sitting across from the beautiful, the effervescent, the...
1: More freckly.
0: I was going to get there Damn, more sorry. pink from the sun.
1: <laughs> Kristen Pennington. <sighs> <laughs> <sighs> Working on that summer tan, pink skin and freckles. Yeah.
0: She's the showrunner today cuz I have no notes. Have <laughs> I've mm-hmm. got a, I got a few little updates. Yeah. Do you have anything that you wanted to kick? Okay. Uh, uh, <sighs> <sighs> You're still going wild. Tonight.
1: Are you my hype man today? I am.
0: I'm freaking, I'm coming, I woke up with so much energy.
1: <laughs> yeah, you have been going yeah. all day long. First,
0: I'm like the Energizer bunny today. First <laughs> cup of coffee, I was like, I'm going to sing 1580s songs.
1: Literally shaking at the laundromat yeah. earlier. I was like, okay? It's just all the coffee. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it looked like the DTs, like I couldn't hold my pen. I was like, why did I drink five cups of coffee this morning?
1: Yeah, no, on, um... Days that I have to go to work, I get up so early that I don't drink the coffee at home because I set up the coffee for Brett, and so I, I make less coffee. Yeah, because Brett's the only one drinking it. On days that I have off, it's all the way to the tippy top, twelve <laughs> cups or whatever. I have two cups, maybe. Brett drinks all of the rest yeah, of
0: it. Yeah, no. my my, my it, yeah, I know it's a problem, but it's like the least of my
1: problems.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You just need it some days. Had like a whole fucking pot of coffee. And then um, it's been beautiful out. It's like 88 degrees outside. It's been fucking miserable for like a week and a half. And uh, we took the top off the Jeep, or I took the top off the Jeep, and we drove that to the uh, fantastic diner that serves all those beautiful muffins and more (laughs) coffee and uh, like, yeah, it's got a piano guy. He works there, and uh, he gets paid in beer. Um,
1: <laughs> Even though it's a, a, a breakfast diner?
0: <laughs> well, he's, he's, a, he's a morning time alcoholic. Well, <laughs> okay. we, we shouldn't judge people. He's definitely Noted. not a homeless guy asleep in front of the laundromat, <laughs> also drinking beer.
1: Or a lady who came to the laundromat with no soap. Yeah, she
0: showed up with no soap, and she goes, well, they used to, you know, put the soap dispensers in there, and you could pay X amount of dollars. I was like, well, they don't do that here. I was like, I don't know what you, well, some of them do that. A lot more of them did that in the 50s, when you were frequenting the laundromat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mm. But yeah, it was a super nice drive this morning. I really enjoyed that. And we
0: helped out the soap lady, or you helped out the soap lady.
1: We gave her our soap. She's
0: like, I'll pay you for soap. I was like, I don't know how to decipher units of laundry fluid. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: always makes me feel awkward when people like want to pay you for something like small like that. I'm uh-huh. like, it's like literally a cap full of fluid. I'm not giving you all of my detergent, lady. Calm down.
0: <laughs> That's selling you the remainder of the bottle. <laughs> you could do a load of laundry. I
1: had actually, um... People
0: try to pay you $2 for a cigarette, and it's like, this is why you're in a position where you cannot afford cigarettes. Because if you just had... Like one more dollar, you'd be there. You could have twenty of them. <laughs> now, last
1: week, whenever you had to go, was that last week when you had to go to work and I did them myself? I feel like that was last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So last week when you had to go to work and I had to go to the laundromat by myself, there was a guy there who. um did the same thing to me, but he was trying to buy dryer sheets off of me, mm-hmm. and I, like I actually didn't have any spare. So then I felt weirdly guilty because he offered to pay for them, yeah. and I was like, I don't have any to give you. The
0: next time somebody <laughs> does that at the laundromat, I think I'm gonna get like intentionally like drug dealer-ish about it. I'll be like, You got the money? What you got? I got I, you got the money, bro? Just
1: slip it I got under. The stuff.
0: I got that lavender. <laughs> I could slide it. Like, well, uh. check the doors. You a rat? You a cop? <laughs> <laughs>
1: See need to see your credentials. <laughs> anyway, um, so life update. We have officially hit the point of no return. We found out accidentally that they have already leased our apartment. Goddamn right. <laughs> We're starting to
0: get mail from people who don't live in the state yet.
1: <laughs> we got a, a package and our uh, Amazon hub or whatever, and it was not addressed to us. And so... We took it back up to the office today, and they were like, oh, that's the future resident. I was like, we're not moving until September. (laughs) Why are
0: they already forwarding their Comcast information?
1: (laughs) So, yeah, we have officially hit the point of no return in our move. Fuck yeah.
0: Kristen had a job interview over the phone today. I
1: did. Crushed Um, it. Got another one in a couple of weeks. Yeah,
0: over the phone, lining them up. My resume's Nobody's emailed me back yet. <laughs> have not been rejected from the school, that's but right. have not been accepted by the school.
1: <laughs> well, so, they said up to four weeks, so we're at the halfway point. Yeah. In two weeks, we have not been rejected yet. We were yet.
0: not killed in the immediate slaughter of so. resumes, where they just click on it and go, that's ugly, and then delete it. <laughs> like we.
1: I hate you and everything that you do. Yeah. Go away.
0: So we're, we're <laughs> crushing it. Um, we mentioned the other day on the show, I believe, uh, that we wanted to pick up Canada, and to Kristen's great surprise, hey, motherfucker, you registered.
1: We <laughs> have Canada. And No, like the weirdest thing about it was we recorded the podcast. This is the last episode. Um, we recorded the podcast and... Got off, like went to bed for the night. I woke up the next morning, as of today, as we're currently recording <laughs> this podcast, that podcast has still not aired. It yeah. will be up, obviously, by the time you're listening Hopefully to this one. Hopefully we
0: have one. not lost the Canadian listener by the time <laughs> this one airs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, it's still, as of this exact second, has not currently aired, and we, the very next morning after discussing it, picked up Ontario. sir so, Go us. And that's a topic, too, that we wanted yeah. to talk about today. And um, we broke 800. Yeah, we did.
0: So we're only 200 away from getting to do motherfucking Zombievers.
1: And we still we still haven't packed it, right? It's sitting on
0: it. No, that's the only DVD I think I left out of yeah. the box. Yeah. So
1: we have not packed beavers. I'm going to need you guys to step up. We've got a month left, and we need 200 more downloads. Yeah. So share this shit share this friends.
0: shit where can you share it let's go ahead and knock the plugs out of the way so we can do that where can you find us on twitter oh uh,
1: um at Nightmarebox pro
0: and you can look for us over there on the facebook
1: uh that would be facebook.com slash nightmare productions how about the instagram that's i I'd. I'd. i i i i having trouble with words today <laughs> i'm sober too <laughs> um, that would be at Nightmare Box Productions.
0: <laughs> you can shoot us an email for like any suggestions, or if you just want to like yell at me because I said something you didn't like, you can do that over at <laughs>
1: uh, Nightmare Box Productions at gmail.com.
0: Float on over to the YouTube.
1: Uh, mine is youtube.com slash Kristen Pennington. And
0: that's where you guys can go and watch the dolls. We'd love it if you would share that one as well. Share mm-hmm. it with your friends, your family, anybody that you know that enjoys short films or the creation of short films. Or if you make short films, like go ahead and take a look at what Kristen's accomplished and mm-hmm. send us that email. And then we
1: got a new one. Yeah, so we've been trying to expand our reach. I don't have individual URLs for any of these because they have tons of numbers and I'm just too lazy for all that. So you can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Google Play, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and now you can find us on iHeartRadio. We have officially been accepted. That's Mistakes Were Made by the Nightmare.
0: Mother fucking right. Don't go listen to that other dude, that historian. <laughs> Only puts up an episode once every three years. Probably because he goes to jail habitually Aww. for drinking and driving and beating his wife. Aww. I don't know if that's a fact. That's I don't even speculation. Know that <laughs>
1: Complete and total.
0: Allegedly. Alleged by me. That's what he does on the weekends. I don't, I don't know the man. I don't know, you know what he does. I just never listen to his show but there can be only one mistakes were made. And I'll fight him right now.
1: Punch <laughs> that history teacher in the yep. face.
0: I'll go buy some Pirates of the Caribbean dildos. I'll show up at his house, and it will be on guard, motherfucker, for mistakes <laughs> were made. You make that mistake, you're getting slapped across the face with a dildo. I am king of mistake.
1: Oh, we should get more uh, Jack's dildo toys
0: and get fight with those. We should just fucking, like, throw one at his house like a pipe bomb. Like, just like that little squeaky toy just hits his door <laughs> falls on the floor say, that's uh, what you get bitch
1: at me for my name <laughs> we also have a website um the nightmarebox.blog buy brett's book
0: yeah the madman diaries go buy that um or i'll send you a copy well that's what happens when you buy it through the website as opposed to like buying it on amazon or barnes and noble um, if you put your address in that little message when you send me the ten dollars, I will sign it and I will send it to you no matter where the fuck you are. I don't care if it costs me more than ten dollars to ship it to you. Deadass. If you like live in another country, I will send this book to Afghanistan. I don't give a shit. Like fuck it. <laughs> Hit me up.
1: Also rate Have, and review us.
0: Yeah. The plan for today we didn't get around to was my guerrilla advertising tactic of leaving ah, yeah. a couple, a couple of them at the Barnes. It's still and Sunday.
1: Novel. We can always do that on Sunday. Uh, today isn't
0: Sunday. You're right. No, Today's Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay, cool. So I no. got to,
1: no idea when this episode airs. I feel like this is a Tuesday episode for you guys. But we record them on Wednesdays.
0: So like by the time this airs, there are gonna be copies in the Barnes and Noble.
1: I have to figure
0: <laughs> out how to sneak them in put them down, and then you have to figure out how to sneak them out. Gonna get in trouble with the local PD. (laughs) I'm cool with it, because you're not technically stealing it if I put it there and told you to go get it. (laughs) You're not taking anything away from those people. (laughs) I think I'm legally okay. If I'm not legally okay, you can send us an email. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: I do wonder, though, if you put, because your book actually has a barcode on it, doesn't it?
0: Oh, yeah, it'll scan.
1: Yeah, I was yeah. like, I wonder if it would scan because they do sell them yeah, online. It's,
0: it's, it's definitely in their system, and you'll definitely just get arrested for shopping. Yeah. It, but <laughs> they are going to be confused as to how that book got in their store, and that's really who I'm doing it for. What a frustrate 16-year-old Barnes & Noble employees. Because <laughs> was like, dude, I just learned how to count change. Why are you adding steps to this?
1: It's called the Madman Diaries. It is.
0: Uh, More on the the personal update side. I finished the last section of editing notes for my editing contract. Yay! Fuck yes. That happened
1: this morning. God damn
0: right. Crushing the
1: game.
0: I still got to type them in and send them off, and I'll do that by this weekend. But uh, it feels good to not have to read that again.
1: (laughs) 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 It's also your first, like, novel that you've edited for somebody else, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I've done much smaller projects, and I've done sections of things, but Mm -hmm. I've never done, like, the full tilt um, from start to finish. And realistically, I still haven't, because this thing needs a rewrite, hardcore, and about three more rounds of going through that to make sure we hit everything. I doubt I'm getting hired for that. I think I hurt their feelings. Oh. But,
1: but you, did, you did say this morning that you felt like it was going to like help you like go back and kind of edit your own yeah. novel. Because
0: I carry the nightmare box. Cause, again, great with titles. <laughs> uh, I carry it with me, and the satchel Kristen bought me uh, every single day. And I'll pick up a chapter, and I'll edit a chapter, and then I'll hate myself, and I'll put it down. Um, but being able to do this novel uh, for somebody else has proven to me that I can, twice a week, sit down. Read it,
1: and fix chokes.
0: it. If I can just get over the personal connection, I should be able to do the same thing for the first, uh, for the, my notes for a rewrite. I should be able to do that in roughly the same time frame. Then it's just the process of rewriting it and then editing it and then hating myself and then editing it a second time and contemplating giving up on the job and then doing that a third time and contemplating taking my own life and then I'll publish it. (laughs) Right around the time that it's published, I'll probably have a beard down to my nipples. (laughs) You have uh, that mountain
1: man look going on. Yeah, and
0: hopefully it's the scariest thing anybody's ever fucking read because...
1: I'm excited because I still haven't got to read it yet, so yeah. I'm super excited for when it's at a... I'll let, I'm reading it before you motherfuckers, oh no, but I'm super excited to read it. You'll probably read it, read
0: it um, after I do the rewrite. I doubt I'll let you read it before then because there's going to be massive sections where I'm like, fuck, but I might like, let you read a scare if I feel like the scare <laughs> down pat. No, I'm excited to get on that. I've been meaning to do it, and it's, you know... You get bogged down, because you write it, and that takes a while, and it takes a lot out of you. And then you put it away, and then you read it, and you're like, fuck, I'm a dumbass.
1: <laughs> well, I feel like that actually kind of helps um, when it's a bigger work like that. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, like, your smaller stories not so much time off, but, like, when it's a bigger work like that, I feel like it helps to take time off, because I know, like, I've done work before where I, like, put it away for a little bit and then went back to revisit it, and I was like, I see it differently now, so, yeah. like, you can... Like, be objective about what needs to be cut out and, like, what needs to be Mm -hmm. improved and where you did good and stuff. So it's kind of nice to, like, have, I guess, like a palate cleanser, you know? Yeah,
0: it's important. And what it shows you when you come back to it is, like, you didn't do it right the first time because you're not as good as you are now. Mm -hmm. Like, you weren't as good as you are now. So it's almost like an older self-looking, like this one, definitely, because it's been a couple of years since I did the rough. It really is like looking back on your younger self and being like, okay, well, the idea was here and this was executed well, and I still know how to do this, but like I've long forgotten how to do that. Most of it, I'm better at, but there are definitely going to be things. I think the pacing uh, has been the biggest one, or it's like my pacing has kind of shifted.
1: Well, it's like it used to be a lot
0: more like show, Mm -hmm. and now it's a lot more like. Long sentence, single sentence, anxiety-driven type yeah. writing, yeah.
1: I think King's, like, metaphor for, um, and on writing is metaphor for, like, writing. Like, you have a personal toolbox is pretty on point. Like, your toolbox is probably bigger now, like, oh, years later than it was. It's
0: been three years of college. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. So you have more and at your I published disposal. I another book.
0: <laughs> no, I definitely know a lot more.
1: I think um like the fact that you're wanting to like start like kind of editing your book in sections too and then also um the fact that that's a weirdly specific goal <laughs> that I had that I wanted to pick up Canada and we picked up Canada is kind of relevant to um a conversation we were having this morning though about yep. setting like little goals for mm-hmm. yourself to like get to the bigger end goal cuz yeah. like people get we had, uh, I think it was last our last episode, uh, we had a conversation about people that, like, immediately out of the gate feel like, oh, I'm going to be the best there ever was. Yeah, and on then, those Facebook
0: groups and stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah and then I, I feel like if that doesn't happen immediately, people tend to get discouraged. So, like, I feel like that's beneficial. Like, we were having that conversation this morning, just setting... Small goals that you can, like, you know you mm-hmm. can achieve them.
0: Well, it ties in, too, to the uh, the synchronicity thing. Kind of like what we were talking about. I believe in the law of attraction. I don't believe in the secret, you know? See, the, I don't
1: know what that is. Like, the, you said that earlier, and I don't know what that you, is. You never read that? I don't think so.
0: It's this book that Oprah pushed for a while that was all about the law of attraction. That's like, um... Like... Fuck, the, the word's gone. Um... But it explains that like through power of thought, the universe will give you things. Mm -hmm. And it's not written to where it's obvious that what that means is you set a goal, you create your little vision board, for example, but you can't just go do the same thing you do every single day and then stare at the vision board and go, why am I not in France right now? Expect, yeah. <laughs>
1: expect change to happen to you instead of creating exactly. Change.
0: So I don't believe in the secret that way. Um, I do believe that if you, you set a goal and you obsess on the goal, you're going to naturally work toward it in mm-hmm. small incremental motions. And... I call the things that line up perfectly synchronicities.
1: I'm not going to lie, though. It happens a lot. (laughs) I know we, like, privately talk about that stuff a lot um, with each other. Like, I sent you that picture of that truck that had, like the name of the place we're moving to on it camper by the
0: way that camper was parked outside of mtsu during our graduation that's where i remembered it from really yeah because the camper with the state name on it was um right next to (laughs) (laughs) right next to the school on the day that we graduated so i drove past it and i said oh that's a cool name on the side of that camper um (laughs) I'll never forget that. And then you, <laughs> you saw the same camper. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> we, we definitely just edited that name out, uh, but I definitely said it, and Kristen looked at me like,
1: motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why we can't yet. We'll eventually post an episode in the nearest future where we discuss this, but we, we can't discuss it right now. <laughs> that was so funny. Cool. <laughs> My heart like dropped. I was like, oh, but we're not live. I, I can like, edit this. I was, I was having an authentic conversation. I forgot that
0: <laughs> the one thing I'm not allowed to do, I did. <laughs> so you tell somebody they can't say something and then like in the back of your head, you you're do. like, don't fucking know. <laughs> so, I don't want to know any secrets. Like, you know I mean?
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, we talk about this stuff like a lot privately, but I will say the... The Canada thing like really kind of freaked me out a little bit because we're not it,
0: moving to Canada. No, right we're
1: here. not moving to Canada for sure. We're not leaving the country at all. But the Canada <laughs> thing freaked me out because I was like, we literally just like it was like an in passing. Like I'm a little frustrated that we don't have a hit in yeah. Canada because it's one of the little like, we talked about it on the show. Yeah, at, like, five, And 10 then minutes. the next morning I was like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I feel like I'm just going to start telling you guys goals I want and like be like, hey, well, <laughs> like is that
0: Well, that's the other thing that we <laughs> talked about was like because of the show I think. You know it, it it creates even even more of those because I find myself reading more just because I'm coming on here. Mm-hmm. I'm giving a reading update. So like this week, I um, finished Kingdom of Fear. Ooh, sorry, finished that last night, and tomorrow I'm starting uh, when Rabbit Howls. And I'm not sure I'd be continuing to read at a college pace if it wasn't for the fact that I come on here and I'm like, hey guys, starting these new books, you know, just in case you want to follow my little reading list. Like, here's what you do.
1: I do need to be better about that. Yeah. Which I'm hoping with our move, like, are you a hoping, tip- eh? Did I say it like that? No. I'm not going to tell you I didn't. (laughs) Speaking like a
0: Canadian, I have a sneaking suspicion Kristen is not a United States citizen. She is an illegal alien from Canada.
1: Might be. Might be infiltrating this podcast. (laughs) No, but that is one thing I need to be better about. I I don't read anywhere near enough and I don't really watch anything outside of what you and I watch together just because 12-hour shifts at a hospital. No, but but we watch
0: some. The move is gonna change some things. We watch interesting stuff. Yeah, we watched
1: The Green Mile recently, and I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that in a while. What'd you
0: think of it? Considering like when I was,
1: I literally cried at the end of it. I don't think I've ever (laughs) cried watching it before. I was, I was just like so in the moment. I like cried at the end. I don't know if you like noticed that, but I was just like, no, like sniffling away. The Green
0: Mile is fucking brilliant. The crazy thing about watching The Green Mile the other day was I was looking for Shawshank Redemption. Were you? Forgot I was looking. Yeah, because <laughs> the whole reason why we went looking for that movie was because I was like, Andy Dufresne. Swam through a I river of shit Green just Mile. to come out clean on the other side. I, I did. I, I thought of the two Stephen King movies. I shouted out <laughs> The Green Mile. And I i didn't tell you at the time. I'm telling you right now because I was thinking about it in the gym earlier. I sat there for the first half hour Going, where is Morgan Freeman? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was like, I could have swore you said the <laughs> Green like, Mile. I was like, where is Andy Dufresne? Who is this massive black guy? And I was like, oh shit, it's coffee. the Green what Mile. Is it? What is this? First John, John Coffee. John Coffee. There's a is. massive black dude who comes in the pawn shop named John Coffee, and I have That's been. That's crazy. Yeah, it's spelled differently. It's not coffee spelled like coffee, which is the joke in that mm. it's, it's spelled a little differently. But his name is John Coffee, and he looks like John Coffee. <laughs>
1: That's crazy. And
0: I'm like, I want to point it out to him, but it's almost like when I go, my name's Brett Bloom, and people are like, huh, Bloom like the flower. Like, I doubt yeah. I'm the first person. No, that's a
1: joke he's heard a ton of times. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Probably is not amused by but it at all. fuck.
0: Yeah, I was like, we, we got to watch Shawshank Redemption, and then we wound up <laughs> watching The Green Mile. You
1: definitely me. said The Green Mile. I'm, I'm, I'm not making that up. You I'm definitely not, said, not. said The I Green Mile. I
0: said The Green Mile, but I set out to find Shawshank
1: Redemption. I <laughs> that's just... so funny. <laughs> Kind of that. Yeah. so
0: my, yeah. so we watched that which I also forgot was a three hour and 15 no movie. I I
1: remembered that like I, I only vaguely remembered the ending like when we were like closer to the ending it like clicked I was like oh yeah. yeah I remember how it ends but like no before we ever put it in I was like isn't that a three hour movie you're <laughs> we like no it would be all right <laughs> and then we paused it like an hour in and there were still two hours left I was like yeah it's a three hour oh movie.
0: god but it's so Fucking incredible. Mm. It's like eating rich chocolate with all like the two stars that we watched. Like the watching The Green Mile was like, a, oh, thank you, God.
1: <laughs> Palate cleanser, once again.
0: <laughs> you need them sometimes. I haven't watched The Godfather in a while. That's coming back. Like, I. It, the, the, there are some definite palate cleansing movies where you're like I've just been watching so much shit please bring me back
1: we watched it about a year ago because I remember when we were still the Green like, Mile no uh, the
0: Godfather because yeah. I remember
1: when we were still early into dating that was one of the movies we watched together
0: Yeah, we watched one and two and then I forbade you from watching three because I said I'm not going <laughs> to lead you down this road of disappointment <laughs> that is trying to squeeze the last drop out of this story
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> I might have seen it. I'm not sure, but it's been so long that yeah. I'd probably be like watching it for the first time, honestly. Three has
0: like one good scene. Like the there's a scene at the parade which mirrors um, Godfather Two when De Niro's at the parade, but it's Sonny's son, um, and he is dressed up as a police officer on a horse and kills. Uh, begins with a Z. I'm not going to get it.
1: I was like, I'm terrible yeah. with names. I'm so like definitely he, not going to get it. He bugs up
0: on the dude and he screams his name and then he shoots him like four times in the shop glass window. It's the, that. And then there's a hostage situation at the very beginning where like they break into his house and take the girl that he's sleeping with hostage. And he starts like, is the, <laughs> she I got, haven't seen it. Yeah. She's got a gun held to her head. And the guy's like, I'll kill this bitch. And Sonny's kid is straight up like, I don't give a fuck. I hardly know that broad. Uh, does he kill her? Uh, well, when the dude winds himself up, Sonny's kid takes a shot and fucking blows the other guy's head off. Oh. And then the woman's like, how could you say those things about me? And he was like, listen, baby, I was just trying to get him distracted. And he was Aww. like, go ahead, kill that bitch. You're, me and you are still going to be in this room. So. Aww,
1: that's so sad. Oh. <laughs>
0: Those are the two good parts. The rest of the movie is bad. (laughs) It's unnecessary. The glory of Godfather 1 and 2 is it tells the whole story that you need to hear. You don't need to see Al Pacino, old, playing Michael again. We don't need a finality to Michael.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you own, because I remember making a comment about that when we watched it, I'm pretty sure that you own the remastered version. I would be curious to see the original side by side. It's very... Like it's the remastered dark, version is yeah. very pretty. It's that a would very be... dark movie,
0: mm-hmm. like, like lighting wise. Mm-hmm. There's a, a famous moment in the original movie when they're doing Vito's funeral scene. I can't remember why it's black, but I, I think it's like the camera, like there's a person standing semi in front of the camera in the part that is their tuxedo or whatever. Uh, the focus is on Michael. But you see a woman's reflection in, it's called the ghost, like in mm-hmm. uh, Godfather lore, but it's like a woman in post-production. Who uh, her face reflected onto the film?
1: Oh and they, they can't
0: ever get rid of it, so it's just a part of the movie. Oh like if, you, no. if you look during the funeral scene, you'll see a woman's face on the right hand side of the screen.
1: I feel like I remember you pointing that out to me. Yeah, like I think I remember that.
0: People were like, "Is it intentional? Is it the ghost of so and so?" No, nope, it's like just
1: a bad camera effect. <laughs> no, nope,
0: that was just Danielle. She just fucking didn't know how to hang out in the dark room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's funny. But, uh, yeah, when we were uh, at the laundromat earlier, we were talking about... uh, Because you were working on your editing contract, like, writing and stuff like that, and it made me think of The Green Mile. Like, I haven't seen The Green Mile in years. It's been a long time since I've seen The Green Mile, and I forgot a lot of it. Um, They reveal... Like, it's it's a, a while into the movie. It's definitely beyond the halfway point, but they reveal... A good bit before the ending that John Coffey is innocent. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a big they plot tell, point. They tell like
0: you and Tom
1: Hanks. And yeah. And like
0: nobody else. Yeah.
1: Well Tom tells his Tom. It's not oh, he his, eventually. Tells his wife yeah. and like everybody else that he works with but like that's a pretty major plot point that they like give away a good while before mm-hmm. the ending and uh like that's the thing we were talking about like when do you like show your hand and yeah. Why it's bad to show your hand well, early? Uh, it, <laughs> well, the, no, the Green Mile did it fantastically.
0: Green but. Green Mile nailed it to the wall, and the brilliance of it is you're on Hanks's side as long as Hanks is still part of the team, and then it's revealed to you and Hanks that you know, uh, I can't remember the character's name. I'm calling either. him Tom Hanks. Um, it's revealed to everybody that he's innocent, except for everybody else. So like. <laughs> He even shows them the miraculous powers, but nobody believes that he's innocent of the murder. Yeah. It's all about, like, executing this beautiful soul. So once you pulled the big twist where you're like, fuck, he never killed those little girls, and he's...
1: He trying to bring them back to life. He's trying to bring
0: them back to life. Then you're so sympathetic to the John Coffey character that there's nothing you can do to stop him from getting killed. Mm-hmm so it changes like you have two separate emotions throughout it where it's like well is he crazy or is he capable and then when like the fucking uh the fly locusts locusts fly out of his mouth you're like holy fuck (laughs) oh it's a brilliant place for a reveal Um, And then,
1: two, like, you have a while to kind of sit on that, and then when they go to execute him and he doesn't want the little covering over his face because he's afraid of the dark, you're, like, so... He's like a child. Like, I cried. Like, it's so heartbreaking because you're, like, sitting on that knowledge, and it's, like, we can't do anything about it, and we're slowly marching to the inevitable.
0: I was afraid of the dark.
1: (laughs) (sighs) That crushed me. He's, like, please don't put it on my face.
0: No, that... King's original story is uh, uh, I'm going to have to that'll be one of the books when we unpack all the books that'll be one of the books that you're going to have to read do you own it? yeah I got no. the Green Mile and I've got the um, collection that has uh, Shawshank Redemption in it Shawshank was a novella and then they turned it into a three hour movie I didn't know that but yeah
1: that's yeah. kind of cool. I he released want to read it. That then.
0: I, yeah, I think he released it chapter by chapter through. He might have done the Green Mile like that too. Now that I think of it, but I think he did the Shawshank chapter by chapter with a magazine. Oh,
1: that's really cool. I didn't know that.
0: Mm-hmm. So we'd write an ep. We'd write a chapter like a week, and then ship it out, and then the story kind of came together with everybody.
1: It's kind so. of a shame people don't read like that anymore.
0: Oh, it's a bastard that from a writer's like, perspective.
1: Yeah, that you could like <laughs> tease, like a chapter at a time and it's like I know you're going to tune in next week because you want to know how this goes. Well,
0: yeah, I did it on the website once. I did the, I actually uh,
1: really liked that story though. Yeah, like you you need to repost Pinewood that massacre. one. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's about you, a I pulled it from the website. I need to polish it up and put it up. as a whole but um like a year, year and a half ago, I did that same thing. I released a new chapter every week. And it was about a uh, a father whose son has recently been killed in a school shooting, like a uh, what was the like that the big Sandy Hook. Yeah, yeah, it was after Sandy Hook, and so it was about a a guy who'd lost his kid in the school shooting, and he went back over to the school for some reason. I can't remember what it was, and he's stuck in the school and he's haunted by the ghost of his son and yeah
1: no that was a really good one that was before we moved in together um that i started reading it and um I think I was reading it like when I had free time at work, and I texted you and told you I was like, sit- I was already off work for the day, and I was like sitting in the parking garage reading it because I was on the last chapter, and I was like, I'm not leaving till I know how this ends.
0: Yeah, like all the chapters were like around 2,000 words, and so I tried to come up with 2,000 words in a week and then drop that. And then, oh, that did really well. Yeah, I should go back and edit that whole thing because it's a full print novella. It was mm-hmm. just like 15 or 16. Um, Things on the website. If you do another collection, I know that's a
1: bit longer, but if you do another collection, I would consider publishing that one. I really liked that one. If I did
0: that, I'd do what King did with uh, Shawshank and like write four different novellas and then publish all four of them as a collection, but like maybe write them on the website and then go back. So it's like you guys got to see the rough. Wait until you see what (laughs) I do with this shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, that'd be fun. I enjoyed that.
1: That one was, because I remember I texted you after I got done with it, and uh, that was one that was like, a, I felt like anyway, like an ending that was like kind of open to interpretation. Because I remember like I asked you a bunch of questions, and you were like, well, I don't know, what do you think?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to hear it. And I, I, I had people who got exactly what I meant, and then I got people with um, other interpretations of, of how that ended, because like, it, it flipped it around the third chapter from the end, I think. Where it was like, what the fuck is happening here? And then it it wound its way down. Um, but that was where some of the biggest hits on the website came from. Was like, in two thousand words, you could read that, you know, in pretty short order if you're into reading. You know, if you read a lot of news articles and uh, fan fiction and shit like that, like you'll sit down and you'll read two thousand words. It's only like four or five pages. Like, it's not that much. Yeah. And uh, so it was easy pace and it was coming out once a week. So I wasn't asking you to sit there and read it all in full. But if you came in on chapter 15 and you read a paragraph and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? You could go all the way back to chapter yeah. one. And then I get a hit on chapter one through 15
1: and. <laughs> I, yeah, I read it after you were already done with it. So I was like flipping through them, like as yeah. I had free time and then somebody bothered me like, don't bother me. I'm trying to read this. <laughs> gotta
0: know how it is. <laughs> no I gotta fix that I gotta uh finish the nightmare box and victimhood which is my working title for one that got buried and needs a lot of work it's just violent it's just <laughs> it's super fucking bloody um I gotta finish the one that I've been working on but I don't know with the move and the job and everything I mean it's not writer's block I don't believe in writer's block I Can't stop thinking about it. So it's it's like a time
1: issue. Oh, for sure. We both, like, stuff at the shop has changed a lot for you, and then I work all day. We both, like, have been so busy and so stressed. Like, I think that's a lot of what it is because I haven't done literally any film work pretty much since uh, we graduated, and, like, I'd, like, internally feel a little guilty, but it's like I'm not going to beat myself up because. You know, life circumstances sometimes yeah. just kind of throw you off and we've been working really and hard. Film on... takes
0: a shitload more, you know, like you you can't for the most part I mean you can do it by yourself if you and I wanted to go out and, and shoot something right now. We could go out and shoot something right now. But you've got a camera and you have to go to a location. I can do it if I could just be at home for an extra. And somebody's hour. not bugging you. Know? <laughs> sharp in the morning i'm drunk in the afternoon and i've been (laughs) getting quite a bit of writing done for a person that does the you know 45 50 hour work week depending on the circumstance and your 60 hour work week doesn't leave you a lot of time so it's not a thing you need to feel guilty about i don't think at all
1: i mean i don't i don't feel like bad bad per se like i don't feel like i'm slacking off because we're doing the podcast like twice a week and i'm editing that and we're getting a lot it's a of different art form yeah, yeah like we're getting a lot of work done so i don't feel like guilty in a sense where i'm like oh i'm not even trying but i feel guilty because it's what i want to do and like circumstances lately haven't allowed for it but i'm like ah, oh, but we're making changes and, and the move is the, coming and things are going to be way is different over
0: there's going to be a period of chaos. Oh, for sure. You might not make a film in 2019. This, this podcast might get a little sketchy when we're moving. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's going to be weird. <laughs>
1: um,
0: like there, there's going to be a period of chaos, but once that settles and we're where we're going to try to be, then we're just trying to figure out how to make enough money and have enough time. This may one day become a thing that becomes a electric bill payment, you know, like, Mm -hmm. or it could always just remain a hobby, something fun that we do (laughs) twice a week to sit down and talk and drink with one another. But, um, there's no sense in, in feeling guilty, you know, at all. If you're out there and you're like beating the shit out of yourself,
1: Set small goals.
0: Set small goals. Talking about it twice a week so that we never fall into the perspective of art is not a thing that a person can do for the rest of their life. Like, like Doing this stops me from ever feeling like I had any other option from the beginning. <laughs> Hire me as your accountant after I've said half the shit I've said <laughs> Go on right ahead. <laughs> this is my contract future self. Future self may hate me for it. I just got a shit.
1: big-ass tattoo on your face. Sealed the deal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a nightmare box at gmail.com. It's <laughs> right there on my forehead. I would be so son. sad
1: if you did that. Don't do that. <laughs> I like your face. <laughs>
0: get a tattooed against the back of my head, no. like maybe my hairline, will no. forever, just not fade. No, <laughs> no, can't do that. No, no. <laughs> no, don't. You shouldn't beat yourself up. If you don't have the time, you don't have the time. You can't force it, you know.
1: But speaking of beating yourself up, oh, oh Max oh. is giving you love, and scared by the ice maker. Um, speaking of beating yourself up though, that's the thing we were talking about earlier too. Um, like how the people you surround yourself with, yeah. like make a difference in like your day-to-day life. Um, I feel like, which I, I told you that earlier while we were outside, that's not but like a novel. You
0: get to hear that. So can you yeah, film
1: it? <laughs> it's not like a novel concept. This isn't some original idea that I have. Um, But, like, I feel like it is true, like, the people that you surround yourself with, like, if you surround yourself with, you know, people that are, like, go-getters, that are, like, setting goals for themselves, regardless of whether it's, you know, in an artistic field or, you know, saving up to buy a house or to buy that new car or whatever, you know, like, people who have goals that they set for themselves and actually work to achieve those goals instead of just sitting around complaining, like, why aren't these things happening for me? Like, when you're keeping motivated people that work hard in your Mm -hmm. circle like you in turn become motivated too because you have all these people that are like accomplishing things and doing
0: things these are not stagnant people as kerouac said they're fireworks
1: yeah and that's like one of the things that i like about the podcasting groups like these are all people that are like hyper encouraging of each other like they don't get mad when somebody else is really successful or if somebody has like kind of a silly no brainer question, they're like, Oh, right. I can help you with that or like, Good for you, you're doing great this week and like like I think that's important to not be jealous of like your peers' successes because the people you surround yourself with affect the kind of person that you are. Je- so
0: Yeah, jealousy doesn't make any goddamn sense, you know, if you really think about it. Like why am I gonna be jealous of the guy who owns a boat? <laughs> <laughs> I could be working towards owning a boat. I could go find the dude who owns the boat, ask him how he owns the boat. <laughs> like, there are people our age who are successful at creating art. My focus shouldn't be, how dare you be successful for doing the thing I'm trying to do. My question should be, like, hey, uh, so advice? what did you do? Tell me your story. I don't want you to tell me how to do it. I want you to tell me how you did it. You yeah. <laughs> but I don't think there's one way, you know. But jealousy's ridiculous. If you're like, well, they have time to do a podcast. And it's like, we <laughs> make time. Because we work our, or my dick, her <laughs> vagina. We work our respective genitalia off. <laughs> Fucking... Making the time like we split chores, we split dinner, we figure out how to make it done. There's the the things everybody's got to do. Everybody's got to go fucking grocery shopping. Not everybody needs to spend three hours in a Walmart.
1: <laughs> uh, I without you will spend three hours in a Walmart. I know. I know with you I will spend 10 minutes but in a it's Walmart a,
0: <laughs> it's a small small example like those little net changes where it's like what do I need at the grocery store or am I going to turn the grocery store into an enjoyable experience mm. whereas that opens up a whole extra hour for us a lot of other people are like well I'm going to wake up at 11 on my day off sleep in, wonder why I'm depressed when uh, everybody's day is halfway over by the time <laughs> I'm really awake. And then I sleep way too late.
1: Binge watch shows all day and do nothing
0: sit there on the couch watching cartoons and then around five maybe get a shower make dinner like why are my dreams not coming true I've stared at my vision board (laughs) I've been looking at Nice France for fucking six years why (laughs) it's like I don't know dude like you've set a goal make those tiny incremental changes Mm -hmm. I don't know to me it sounds like crazy simple I I I I don't have any kids, for, for for the record. Kristen and I have zero children between us. Um, but I'm a nighttime alcoholic. You would think that would hinder me, and it doesn't <laughs> yet. So, Up uh, bright and early when I'm yeah, I am wide awake, singing warrant songs to you <laughs> at fucking eight thirty in the morning. Go, go, no. Fuck that.
1: Yeah, I get up to go pee and I'm like, oh, I'm going to come back to bed and curl back in bed. Brett's like, nope, we're up for the day.
0: <laughs> I was like, I'm going out for a cigarette and I'll come back. And when I came back, I was like, oh, I want to
1: work! I like that about our relationship, though. Like, you, for one, like, for sure motivate me. Like, on days that I'm off and you go to work, I will be significantly more lazy on my day that I have no, off without you. No, need you. to,
0: and that's my problem, is burnout, because every two or three weeks, I'm just like, fuck it, I want to kill myself, I don't know what to do. You yeah, know? you don't
1: relax often enough, that's for sure true, but I, 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 I like that you're like a, a motivated person, because... I feel like if I was just by myself, like I would be that person that's just binge watching shows yeah. all day. Well, I mean, that's most but. of
0: America and that's what keeps the, you know, the, the wheel moving. Mm-hmm. So like we need people who are like, no, I, you know, I work 45, 60 hours a week. I just, I can't take it. There's nothing else that I want to do except sit there and binge watch the office. And I'm not hating on those people. Like that's what you want to do. Do that. I take the Hindu approach. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're comfortable with that? No judgment. Keep (laughs) doing it. Keep doing it.
1: Yeah, but you've never...
0: Got an extra hour? Want to go on a walk with your girlfriend, but just have to watch that next thing? Okay. That's a priority of yours. and Maybe it makes you feel better. I'm not going to hurt you for it.
1: But yeah, you've never... um... It's never been like judgmental. Like, if you get up early... I flat out
0: told you to go back to bed. Yeah, you're, you're all- Like, I'm so hungover, and I'm like, I'm going to the laundromat, so you just <laughs> lay there and yeah. drink lots of water.
1: Yeah, you're always <laughs> like, if you want to lay there, you can lay there. If you want to get up, you can get up. And then, like... um which I was saying, like, not being jealous or whatever. Like, if I have moments where I'm, like, really crushing the week, like, you're always like, fuck, yeah, go you. Yeah. Like, it's never... Like, I don't feel like our relationship is a a competition or, like, we're trying to one-up the other person. It's just like, well, this is what I'm doing with my day, and you do you, and yeah, go you, you're killing it. It's the way it
0: should be. You should be surrounding yourself with positivity. Like, I've come out of depressive moods because you've been having such a good time. Aww. Like, it... it Being able to go, she's crushing it over here, she's doing this, she's doing that, she's doing this, she's doing that, is basically what got me through the toughest year of my collegiate career. I was stressed the fuck out. I was like, if I just shot myself in the classroom, nobody else would give a shit. Like, I'd be like, I can make a mark on these people. One way or the other? I remember consistently trying to talk my entire creative writing class to walk out of the third story (laughs) window. I was like, if we do it on the first day, the professor's gonna quit. I was like, if we just single file line like lemmings,
1: walk Mm. off this ledge,
0: and then the principal walks into an open window in an empty room full of backpacks. We will be able, nothing you're ever gonna write is going to beat that. Like, I would be there, like, in my head, and then you'd get an A, and I'd be like, fuck yeah, she got an A! Like, she got that thing from the dude that allowed us to chainsaw down a door.
1: Like, <laughs> or that camera I was trying to get for like two fucking weeks straight. And I was like, let me have the camera. I'm a, a senior.
0: A red eye or a, a red lens? No, God, or, I wish.
1: Um, it, was the, it was a Canon C100 Mark II, I think is yeah. what it was. Um, which is worth thousands of dollars. <laughs> it's a very expensive camera, and that's just the body, not even the lenses they let me have. And they got them, my final semester of my senior year, they got them in, but they didn't have any, um, they put them in, like, kits. Like, I own a Pelican case for my camera that I personally own here. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, it's... Weather sealed and all that good shit. Like, if I drop it, my camera's gonna be just fine. It's super padded. Um, and they hadn't gotten any kits in for their cameras, so they weren't like willing to rent them out because they hadn't got the kits yet. And I was like, okay, I'm thousands of dollars in debt to you guys i'm in my final semester of my senior year i am the most responsible student in this program at this point because i'm not just like the new little sophomore like how does this work click yeah. click like i was like let me have the fucking yeah. camera
0: it's like i have a car payment
1: okay? <laughs> chase down like my professor that i was working with because that was when i was doing my independent studies so i chased down my professor and then i chased down the guy in charge of like all the equipment yeah. and then like it's like I'll take this to the fucking dean. Like, let me have the camera, and they no, finally let me have it. That was a weird point when
0: we get, we almost got censored by that student, and I was like, I will straight up email the dean right now. I was like, it's like a halfway through a bottle of Jack Daniels, and I was like, we'll go over to the dean's house. We'll do that. I'll tell that man exactly how I feel about this situation. But
1: we got it done, and I got the camera that I wanted.
0: God damn! No, it's important. You know, you need that level of support, and mm-hmm. it creates synchronicity. Self-doubt also creates synchronicity. If you doubt yourself and you're not willing to do the work, uh, guess what? You don't get to do the thing you wanted to do.
1: You, you don't, don't get, get the in the line.
0: If you don't get in line for the roller coaster, your ass ain't riding a roller coaster. You can't <laughs> hang out drinking beer on like the sideline one. and. Go, man, it would be really cool to get on a roller coaster. It's like, motherfucker, the line is right there.
1: That's a good analogy. To
0: hang out with other people who are down for fucking roller coasters. (laughs) It's simple. Like, you want to write for a living, you have to be around people who want to write for a living. You want to make film, you have to be around people who enjoy making film. If you want to be a cook, why the fuck are you not hanging out in a restaurant?
1: Or practicing yeah. at home. You order order the yeah. Hello Fresh.
0: You want to be a lawyer? Figure out the fuck to get to law school. Like, you, you, it, there are people your age, no matter your age, doing the thing that you want to do. Like, it's that fucking easy. You just have to nut the fuck up. Like, I want to be a writer. I accepted nothing less. So <laughs> I majored and minored in writing.
1: Which is why I always think it's crazy when people are like, oh, that's impossible, because it's like, but there are currently people actually doing it. Yeah. So that kind of proves it is possible, doesn't it? Are
0: there any 28-year-old writers making a salary? Awesome. What are they doing? <laughs> You're if like, I wanted to be a funeral director, I could drive down to the goddamn morgue and start talking to funeral directors and hanging out in the bars those people hang out in and learning the ins and outs of being a fucking funeral. Like no matter what the fuck you want to do, like get on that goddamn roller coaster.
1: Or even like with the move, you said that you've had um like way More negativity from, like, people in your life who were like, oh, that's impossible. Um, say
0: they're sorry that I left town. That I'm leaving town. Yeah. I'm leaving Murfreesboro. And they're like, I'm sorry. I'm like, well, I'm sorry you're stuck in a place that is nothing but people living in apartments. Selling shit to other people who also live in apartments. But that's the line you got in. Like, if we were at Disney World, you got in the teacup ride. Right. The thing that fits three people that just slowly spins Mm -hmm. around, uh, the teacup spins, and then the arms spin, and everybody goes, Whoa, this would be terrifying if I was 12. Like, get the (laughs) fuck out of that line, get on the goddamn Superman. Like, what the (laughs) fuck are you doing, dude? I just
1: think that's wild because, like, literally just moving to a new place is like insanely doable. Like, there's nothing all I mean, it's stressful. It's the
0: dream. People moved from fucking New York City to San Francisco to chase gold dust in
1: rivers. (laughs) That's true. But like it's insanely doable. It's like it's stressful, but like all we have to do is put stuff in boxes and get in the car and it's done. It has
0: never been easier to do what we're doing than 2019 has made it. And we have the Internet. We have pens. We don't have to write. We don't have to kill a fucking bird and find a quill. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we don't have to sit there with a sharp piece of stone against a dull piece of stone Chisel. and carve pictures of an owl to get our fucking ideas across we've got the English language the internet and gasoline what the, what the fuck are all these people doing hanging around clocking in every fucking day to this thing they don't enjoy going to and they're like I'm. Oh, one day I might, you know, be a millionaire. So it's like, you're never going to be a millionaire, dude. You're just going to keep playing the lottery.
1: I feel like that's a weird goal to have anyway, though, which everybody has a I'm getting a refill
0: because I'm getting hype.
1: <laughs> you are getting hype.
0: Yeah. I, I, as they say in the black community, <laughs> I am turnt. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I feel like that's a weird goal to have, though, like, I know everybody's different, like, some people's goal literally is just to own the Porsche and to own the mansion or whatever, so maybe just because that's not my goal, it seems like a weird goal to have, but, like, I have never at any point in my life been like, oh, like, my, my one goal in life is just to have an ungodly amount of money. Like, sure, I'd like to have enough money that I'm not doing what I do now and checking my bank statement every couple of days to make sure I'm not totally screwing myself over but like my goal isn't oh I want to have millions and I want to have a boat like my goal is I want to have a happy fulfilling life that feels like I have a a purpose that's what matters
0: I have filed a tax return that has said that I made twelve thousand dollars in twelve months that's a tax return that is in my filing cabinet where mm-hmm. I made roughly twelve grand. I lived off twelve grand for twelve months. I wasn't happy, but I wasn't any happier financially now than I am or was then. Like. <laughs> Like, if money's your goal, money's your goal, but make that your goal. You want to be a millionaire, do some millionaire shit. Learn how to play the fucking stock market and get out of the goddamn creative writing Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> My heroes all died broke and young. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot your line.
1: Oh, no, you're good. I'm... I'm, I'm refilling! I, I wasn't I expecting you to refill it, but thank you. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's good to have goals, I guess, in general, even if that's your goal, but... We found
0: Canada, (laughs) iHeartRadio. It's the energy I woke up with this morning.
1: (laughs) We also got Hawaii, like, not to forget about you guys, like, aloha for sure. If you want to write me, write me. Let's be friends, and, uh... Brett and I will come vacation at your place, and you come vacation at our place. because right! Our climate's gonna be vastly different from your you climate. You can hang out so. in Nashville all day. No, not Nashville. Our new place. Oh, our come, new place. Come hang out at the our new place. Never
0: undisclosed location. Yeah.
1: I'll, I'll tell you where it is later. But let's be friends. I'll come hang out on your beach, and you can come hang out at our very, very different place. <laughs>
0: I want to talk about the place so much because there's been some whole... Like, I check the local news because, again, I'm a synchronicity person. I check the local news. I'll not tell you what's on the local news because it'll be very easy to find this location. I check the local news almost every day in this undisclosed location after I check Murfreesboro's. And uh, I would much rather live there. It's like in the synchronicity thing, that vision board shit, every day I check the news because I know that's going to be the area that I'm living in. So I want to know what's going on in that area, much in the way that I want to know what person got shot on Miner Street in Murfreesboro.
1: (laughs) That's so sad. (laughs) But yeah, we'll do a whole episode specifically just about the move and finally tell you guys everything. I just need a couple of more weeks for reasons. (laughs) Uh, we'll explain everything eventually and before we move there's just I'm not being vague because I'm trying to be coy there's just reasons (laughs)
0: Kristen is a secret government agent
1: yeah from Canada
0: and Max is caught up in my headphone cable
1: he is like loving you today like I am oh he
0: loves motivation
1: (laughs) Max is our episode mascot for the day
0: (laughs) we're taking pictures
1: Max is uh, a very... He is about to drink your beer. (laughs) Max is my cat that I I came here with, so he's a little bit more comfortable with me, but he's a terribly skittish animal for whatever reason. I've had him since he was a baby. Nothing bad has ever happened to him. (laughs) And he's just terrified of the whole wide world. He's uh, not
0: a person that we get on a roller coaster. You know, who is a cat that we get on a roller coaster? Winston is a roller coaster cat. Winston's like, Dad found
1: me? Winston's front row and center of that (laughs) roller coaster. Oh, my God. He's
0: like, I don't even want to be strapped in. I want you guys to super glue me to the nose of the ride and fucking let this bitch roll. No, I, 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 I honestly believe that. And a lot of it, you know, I... We, we were going to talk in depth about it, but we can kind of, you know, skirt it if we need to. Um, like, I grew up and I, I I was reading a lot of Hunter Thompson, William Burroughs, Jack Kerouac, like that, that vein of load up the trunk of your car, burn everything you've ever been comfortable around. And then what really stuck was Pollinant. mm mm-hmm. And um, I learned irreversible lessons from all of them. And then Fight Club, more or less, was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why am I spending all this money on shit that I don't want yeah, to? That, to that that yeah, that
1: quote, the stuff you own ends up owning you. Yeah. Like, that's a brilliant quote.
0: It's, it's incredible. The, the, the whole story. Is, is fantastic, but those were the writers that, like, spoke the most to me, were these degenerates that were, like, living just on the outskirts, and you just got their view of what the rest of us were doing. And it's like, I don't want to be the dude at the Starbucks when the ball comes rolling through the Starbucks. I want to be the dude setting the explosive that fucking rolls the ball into the Starbucks. Like, I want to... I want to shake some shit up. Like I've never been happy with anything else. Like I've tried having real jobs. I've had a bunch of real jobs. I served the country. I've done that. That was weird, too. It was a crazy fucking situation that most people don't do.
1: (laughs) I think the thing... I mean, I've never been in any branch of the service, so I have zero concept of what any of that feels like, but I can't imagine having that much responsibility laid on you at that young of an age, and then also... I was 19
0: years Serving old.
1: outside of the country, like you were... You finished basic and were shipped off to another country. Like, that's... In
0: Japan and Guam.
1: <laughs> yeah. you like I, I can't imagine what that must have felt like at that age.
0: I've got friends that, like, that's, that's what they do, but I... I I had that crazy experience, and then I had the crazier experience of getting out of the military. Well, like, you've seen Beyond the Veil, and now you're just around people that live in Murfreesboro. Like, like, good
1: luck, go home, you're on your own.
0: Yeah, here's all the things that we had to teach you how to do, and uh, good luck working whatever job. Maybe you'll take an Amazon job. When you get out of the military, you'll spend 14 hours walking around in silence in a warehouse, and you'll write your first book. Legitimately, um, the life has been a roller coaster. I grew up in a family that moved a lot, because Dad was in. There was really no stable base. And then... The second that I was old enough to get the fuck out, I was like, "Well, I'm also going to live semi-transient." And I'm just uncomfortable that we're still here. Fuck it, let's move to a unspecified location <laughs> that is neither Canada nor Hawaii. <laughs>
1: <And> <laughs> but again, like, sorry to keep making this personal. I think that's one of my favorite things about our relationship. Like, I no, this um, is a
0: relationship film writing drinking podcast. Podcast. Yeah,
1: But like I am um, Very much the opposite like I wasn't born in Tennessee. I was born in Florida, but we moved to Tennessee When I was so young, I don't even remember, you know living in Florida really and I've spent
0: family moved here in Oh one on September 1st because I remember my dad had just retired when 9-11 happened and he kept calling them back, and they kept telling him he was too old to go back in. Like as the towers were just replaying falling, that's my nine eleven memory. But go like ahead. your
1: dad wanted to rejoin, and they wouldn't let him. The
0: go. dad had just got out. He was like, "What the fuck do you mean I was too old? I was talking to you last week, and you were calling me sir. Like what the fuck? <laughs> that's good. <gonna laughs> he was like, I was teaching people like two weeks ago. What the <laughs> fuck are you telling me about? Like,
1: I bet that was weird, like, for him in particular, having been in the service his whole life, to not be able to serve at that point. But, um, yeah, like, my my life experience has been completely different. I, um, have lived in this middle Tennessee region my whole life for the most part. Um, I've, like, been to other states. Like, my family's gone to Florida for vacation. I've gone, like, as far north as Ohio, which isn't terribly far north, I've really. I've never
0: been to Ohio.
1: Yeah, I had a She's actually recently moved back. I had a friend that lived in Ohio. And, um, like, I've been to other states, you know, like, driving to travel. But I've literally never even stepped foot in an airplane. Like, I've been very rooted in this area my whole life for the most part. My, like, family all lives here. Like, all of my immediate family lives, like, within an hour's drive of me. That's how
0: most families are, yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's like, uh, I feel like I'm just now getting in the line to get on the roller coaster. (laughs) And I'm like... There's only a few people left in front of me, so I'm about to get on the roller coaster, but it's, like, one of my favorite things about our relationship. Like, you've used that, um, I guess, analogy before of, like, me, like, reeling you in or whatever. Like, I know sometimes I, like, keep us probably a little more grounded than you want to be grounded at the same time. Like, on the opposite end, like, you like, make me feel brave enough to be like, oh, this is a scary thing, but we're doing it, (laughs) you know?
0: I'm very comfortable in the chaos. Mm -hmm. Like, I I was born into it because of what my dad did, and um, I've just taken that same energy and I've put it in a different direction, and I'm not getting shot at anymore, so... Which I'm
1: glad for. (laughs) I'm very glad for. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) not complaining about that at all.
0: Like, that's, like, once that happens, you're like, people want to kill me because of my job. Every other job turns up roses. You're like, like, oh, I'm really good at security. And then one night, you're just hanging out in Nashville, and people are shooting at your goddamn truck. And you're like, I just wear this T-shirt. They don't pay me enough for you guys to hate me this much. Like, I don't know what the fuck you want me to do. Like, (laughs) In the military, I have backup. I have people that would be gunning you down. But I, uh, I'm by myself, and I'm just kind of hanging out with your kids. So I don't know why you want to shoot me. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm, I'm glad I missed that phase of your life. I am too anxious, like oh, and was, worry-driven, to have dealt nuts. with that. <laughs> I would have been was like, no
0: crazy, no. And the pawn shop's nuts. Like I, I've got my pistol like underneath the drawer and I'm like okay one of you sons of bitches gonna need five hundred dollars enough for me to have to fucking kill you in front of everybody (laughs) (laughs) oh it's been a wild ride I was born on a roller coaster I'm comfortable on the roller coaster it's why when you make me sit here for an hour and a half two hours and you're like go relax and I'm like I uh I think I'm gonna pace around the living room.
1: You're like, I literally don't know what that means.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you like, think I'm gonna walk in circles <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and
0: write on my jeans. And-
1: no, I think it's funny because, like, you do quote unquote relax sometimes, but your version of relaxing is like you'll sit down for maybe half an hour to an hour at most and, like, Play a video game or something, but there's always something else going at the same time. Like you're always listening to a podcast or something yeah, else. I was like playing, it's never like. I
0: sat down <laughs> to play Madden today and I listened to two whole podcasts.
1: Yeah, it's never like, I'm just doing this thing. Like you're always like yeah, doing like several here's, things. Here's
0: politics and then here's <laughs> a comedy show. Like. No, it never stops. And it, it shouldn't. If it did, then I wouldn't be me. Like. I've kept this pace for uh, I don't know twenty eight years. <laughs> it's a thing that I'm good at. Like it, it's the only thing that makes me happy. Like
1: even when we go on walks, which granted you're pretty tall, you have very long legs, so like. That's probably, like, a natural stride for people your height. but even when we go on walks, it's, like, a very, like, purposeful fast pace. I'm like, I can't keep up, wait. <laughs> like, even, like, our, our, our leisurely walk that we went on this afternoon, I was like, let me jog this thing so I can
0: keep up we with did like you. like, a mile and a half at a walking pace at around the time that most right. of the country could run it.
1: <laughs> a fair amount shorter than bread <laughs> so I'm, like, jogging to keep up.
0: But no, it's, uh, I'm gonna grab it, uh... This will be what we we'll close off on, I guess. Hunter? On Hunter. Yeah. I finished Kingdom of Fear. And uh, if you guys are into Hunter S. Thompson's uh, earlier works, like Fear and Loathing or Hell's Angels or uh, The Great White Buffalo, like, uh, you need to check out Kingdom of Fear. But he talked about... It's one of my favorite quotes, and I was wondering what book it came from, because all I could find was that it was a uh, uh, Hunter Thompson quote.
1: Yeah.
0: And so this is a small excerpt from Hunter S. Thompson's Kingdom of Fear, Loathsome Secrets of a Star-Crossed Child in the Final Days of the American Century. The page across from where the book ends, so page 342,
1: I'll let this pass first. Of course.
0: I pull out a book, and then the ambulance wants to drive by. And uh, Hunter would be proud. <laughs> I think we've just resurrected Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> Music has always been a matter of energy to me, a question of fuel. Sentimental people call it inspiration, but what they really mean is fuel. I've always needed fuel a serious consumer on some nights i still believe that a car with a gas needle on empty can run about 50 more miles if you have the right music very loud on the radio a new high-end cadillac will go 10 15 miles faster if you give it a full dose of carmelita this has been proven many times
1: <laughs> oh, that-
0: So if you're out there and you're still here as we meamble our way to a slow, slow death, uh, you should go check out Hunter S. Thompson's Kingdom of Fear. It was one of the last books he ever wrote. It was his take on uh, 9-11 in the early years of the Bush presidency.
1: What did he call the group? Oh, yeah. There's a picture at the very end of the book where he calls the group of people with him the Too Much Fun Club.
0: (laughs) Uh, it's it, it, it's incredible, and uh, it, if you're a, a Thompson fan, you need to you know read what he wrote later on in his life as a burnout, like not a burnout, but uh, the firework that I guess flared a little bit too long, and then Johnny Depp paid to have him shot out of a cannon. So <laughs> if you need to find us on, uh, there's some fuel for the people. It's music. <laughs> Facebook
1: uh, Facebook.com slash Nightmare Box Productions
0: and how about that Instagram
1: that would be at Nightmare Box Productions
0: how about Twitter
1: that would be at Nightmare Box Pro
0: and if you wanted to send us an email
1: uh, Nightmare Box Productions at gmail.com
0: you want to go watch the dolls you can do that on Kristen's YouTube page
1: YouTube.com slash Kristen Pennington did I get them all? Website. Ah, the one that always me. gets left off. You're, I think that's hilarious because it's your like your baby. It's where all of this started and it's the one you always forget.
0: <laughs> it's this. It's the thing that I name everything else, which is...
1: <laughs> uh, the Nightmare blog.
0: And you can go over there and you can buy the Madman Diaries. Send me ten bucks and your address, and I promise you I'll send you a signed copy. That's um, a really good book. You
1: should definitely buy it.
0: It's it's really good. It's really short, and it's worth about ten dollars.
1: It's multiple <laughs> stories, so you're getting technically 15. more than one book. You're
0: getting fifteen flash fictions. It's it, it, they're they're fantastic. Um, Uh, That's what people keep telling me.
1: And the dolls is also in that book. So buy the book, read the story, and then go watch the movie. Ashes
0: to Ashes. What's the one about the miscarriage? The first one?
1: Uh, I don't remember the titles.
0: But uh, no, uh, they're all in there. And uh, you should go buy it because when I release the nightmare box, I'm pulling it from print. So you can only buy it in the early stages. So
1: limited copies.
0: I might rewrite it 10 years from now, and you could be like, I have an original, and that would be really cool, wouldn't it?
1: Especially a signed original. Like, how many people own those?
0: Maybe like two, 300. That's like a book that...
1: Of all the millions of people in the world, you could own one.
0: You could do that, and then if the career takes off, like think of it like like an investment. Like if the career takes off, and if I ever reach a place where people know my name in the household, you'd basically own Eminem's infinite CD or cassette tape that he sold out of his trunk. So I'd say go buy the Madman Diaries. It's a limited release. And I uh, I need $10 that better,
1: so. <laughs> We're trying to move. Pay for our guests. Yeah,
0: no. <laughs> send us some money. You just fucking hit me. Anything over $10 will take too. If you want to send us $500, I'll send you fucking all the books. I don't I, You can have all of them. It, fucking, I'll, I'll send you a dollar. picture
1: of Brett's butt like I promised once I've, before tucked into the pages of I'll that book I'll send you
0: a lock of hair <laughs> I'll take the butt picture but it comes at an expense and I'm going to take it out of an embarrassing place on her head aww <laughs> <laughs> alright it, it, you good? I'm good? got any other topics? Nope. no? I love you
1: I love you I love you more
0: I mean, that's just a dog face bullshit lie. <laughs> and I love you guys. And we'll talk to you in a couple of days.